Welcome to Liberate Your People Pleaser. I am Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and you might be a people pleaser if you tend to prioritize other people's wants and needs over your own. If you're the peacemaker, if you're always trying to create harmony with the people that you work with and live with, you probably are also an amazing problem solver. You have great intuition and you're probably an empath or at least have great skills of empathy. And the reason why I call this liberate your people pleaser and not fix your people pleaser is there's nothing to fix. There's nothing wrong with you. These are fantastic qualities that you have, really superpowers that you just naturally possess and instinctively use. And what gets problematic about them is when they get turned around on other people all the time and not on yourself. And what do I mean by that? Empathy. You can understand how another person feels, you understand their perspective, or you can put yourself in their shoes. And when you do that, you may be prone to giving up your own feelings, your own position, your own perspective, and you make theirs more important. So you're prioritizing what they feel or think or their position over your own. And that's when things start to go awry for us. And so in this podcast, each episode, we'll talk about different ways that we can pour up those great skills that we have and use them for ourselves first and then give to others out of that fullness rather than prioritizing everyone else. So it doesn't make us selfish when we stop prioritizing everybody else. What it does is allows us to have the power that we need internally, the confidence and the clarity that we need internally to then go impact the world in an even more powerful way. So I'm Brenda Florida, certified life coach, and I'm so glad you're with us. Let's liberate your people pleaser. Welcome to this episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. And today we're going to cover a really important topic, which is how do we ask for what we want? And especially if we're pretty sure the person we're going to be asking is not going to like it, you know, it can be really intimidating to do it. And part of what happens when we're in that position is we will tend to just even unconsciously get angry. Okay. So thinking, because there's, you know, this idea that if I'm angry or I come out of, you know, my request with passion, so to speak, then maybe they'll hear me, you know? So first of all, just understand that one of the reasons why this can be so tricky is because you're probably not used to asking for what you want or what you need. Okay. And for this purposes of this podcast, we're not going to distinguish between what's a want and what's a need. Like sometimes that's an important conversation, but we're just going to, so I may use the words interchangeably is my point. Um, But we're just talking about asking for something, right? Ask for it. Then the other thing I want you to think about is that there are really sort of two kinds of people. (laughs) One kind of person likes the fact that you're a people pleaser. Now they may not say that and they may not even be aware of that themselves, but the truth is they are at least accustomed to 
you being the person who doesn't have any needs or you being the person who's always putting their needs first or, you know, who's always doing for them before they have to ask or, you know, all the things that we do when we're in those unhealthy expressions of people pleasing. So if they're accustomed to that with you, they like that then when you start asking for what you want and need or saying no to whatever they're asking for because it doesn't work for you, they're not going to like that very much. And that's understandable because at a minimum, we've probably also been consistent enough about not asking for what we want and need and prioritizing them that they're not used to it. So in the most innocent of ways, you know, now if you're with a narcissist or somebody like that, it's also way more loaded and difficult because they're never going to want to hear what you want and need. But there's, you know, so again, there's always a spectrum of the people we're in relationship with. And then there are those people who want you to ask for what you want and need, right? They don't want you to be a people pleaser with them. They don't want you to prioritize them all the time. You know, they know that a healthy relationship has the ebbs and flows and Sometimes I'm a priority and sometimes you're a priority and we flow in and out of that pretty, you know, easily and evenly, you know, not like it's tit for tat because that's never the way. But um, if I've been having a hard time and so my needs have been taking a priority, then after a while, you know, if I don't notice it myself, then my partner or my friend or whoever, family member, is going to kind of do the, Hey, it's my turn. Right. And I'm going to notice that, like, I'm going to pay attention to that and say, Oh my gosh, so true. Like I hadn't noticed, but now that they've said it, I realize I've been needing a lot of extra energy lately and it's their turn, you know, and there's just like this, it, you know, relatively easy ebb and flow. Okay. Doesn't mean there's no tension. It doesn't mean everything's perfect, but you can navigate those pretty easily. Now, when you're in a relationship with the other kind of people, the first kind, like I had all my romantic relationships have been that one. That, that's not fair. One of them hasn't, uh, but three out of four of my serious relationships have been that way. And even sometimes with friends, then I know when I go to ask for what I need, it's not going to be, you know, very welcomed. And so now I'm not big on anger. Okay. I grew up in a family where it was not okay to be angry. Lots of church stuff around, you know, anger being bad, whatever. So I don't tend to lose my temper with people or, you know, get angry like that, but it's a super common response. Uh, and the other one is that I used often is like, I'll call it rationalizing, right? I'm giving all my reasons. I need to go, like, I can think of this. I, I could tell you a million stories of how this happened, especially in my first relationship, because we had four small children and he never wanted me to be away from the children when he was there. So, you know, meaning he would need to take care of them. And, uh, you know, he would take him out in the yard and play for a while or something, but he didn't want to be the, have to be the caregiver. So when I wanted to go away, even, you know, with a girlfriend for an afternoon or something, then I would come with all the reasons, right? I need a break because of this and that and that. And, you know, I'd name off things that happened or all the stuff I had been doing or, you know, whatever, because I'm trying to get him to see 
that it's okay that I'm asking for this afternoon off. I've earned it, right? Because I've done all this stuff. Or if you're more prone to anger, you may just, you know, sort of like lay the gauntlet down and be like, I have to get out of here this afternoon because you're just trying, it's like a a way of being assertive, almost is a nice way to look at it, uh, that just has a little too much energy behind it. And it's all because we're afraid they're going to say no. And then if they say no, we kind of don't know what to do, right? So just know if you're in a relationship with somebody who is not enjoying you liberating yourself as a people pleaser, or they're not entirely used to it, right? Like it doesn't, they may come around and, you know, in the future, when we fast forward, they're totally cool with it. And you're in this nice ebb and flow and, you know, all is well, so to speak, but the road to getting there can be a little bumpy, right? So that's always the way it is when we're changing a habit, no big deal, right? So the best way I have found to keep myself out of this rationalizing thing, or if, you know, same thing with um, anger and clients I have who, you know, tend to respond first with anger <clears throat> is to think about what you're going to ask for. And like, literally, what are the words you would use to ask a five-year-old for it? Because a five-year-old is very simple, right? And doesn't need a ton of explanation. So if I told my five-year-old mommy needs to get away for the afternoon, that's all I would need to say, right? Because she doesn't care that I volunteered yesterday for this and I took care of that and I did all the dishes and all the cooking for a week and da 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 Like, right? She doesn't need a laundry list. Uh, she doesn't care about why I want this afternoon off, nor would I come to a five-year-old and just be super angry at her, right? And be like, I got to get away from you, <laughs> you know, whatever. So if you can think about it that way, it will simplify everything. A lot of what we do that creates muddy communication or aggressive communication is that we're trying to defend or we're trying to position ourselves or, you know, we're sure we're going to hit resistance. And so we're, you know, getting ready for it. We're trying to um, head it off at the pass, so to speak. So if you can go into it, just assuming whether it turns out to be true or not, time will tell. But if you go to your partner, or your, you know, boss or whoever it is, and just ask them what you want, like they're a five-year-old, you know, I need tomorrow off. I need a night out. I need some solitude. You know, we're not going out much still. So maybe you're not going to go out. Maybe you need the living room to yourself one night and you need your spouse and the kids or whoever to go spend their evenings in their room or, you know, whatever it is logistically in your home that will make that work. Then you just ask for that. That's what I need, period. Not can I have this? Okay. That's not it either. Can I have, you know, even if we're talking about like in my example of an afternoon off, maybe I don't know what is going to work great on our calendars kind of a thing, you know, so maybe um, I'm flexible as to when exactly it happens. And in fact, maybe that's what I'm going to 
Right. But so I may end it with that kind of a question. When does it work for you? Or how soon can we make this happen? Or something like that. But I'm going to start with a very simple statement about needing a break. And so I'm planning to take an afternoon off. Let's talk about, you know, how we can make that work in our schedules or, you know, whatever. So it's not just like this bossy, you will do what I say. It's not like that. <laughs> but it isn't a, a rationalization or a justification for what you want. You don't have to explain it. It's sort of like no being a complete sentence. And a lot of times when we get into these explain, you know, explanations, we actually end up convoluting what we're even trying to say or ask for. And it's confusing to the other person where they get some kind of mixed signal. So just be super simple like you would be for a five-year-old. I need us to order in dinner tonight. I don't feel like cooking. You don't even have to say, I don't feel like cooking, but whatever. That could be a rationalization. Um, but, you know, I need an afternoon off or I need to go take a drive, right? We can do that. We can get in our own cars. I need to get groceries from Instacart instead of going to the store this week. I need to, you know, just whatever it is, I need an orgasm. <laughs> whatever it is, it's okay. Ask for it as if the other person is ready to say yes. You know, they want to know what you want and need and they're ready to say yes. And then if they don't, you can deal with that in whatever way, but you're gonna stay in the energy of this. So if they say, no, I don't, you know, I can't make that work, or they're just throwing up lots of roadblocks, then, you know, you just continue to go with what you need. Well, I'm gonna to need to do this, so we need to figure it out. Or I'm just, you may simply, depending on what it is, you may just move to, I am doing that, you know? And if you have kids at home, I'm thinking of that because I had so much of this when my kids were at home, I would be like, well, I'll get a babysitter if I need to, you know, or I'll, if, you know, you got family around, call my mom, you know, and have her watch the kids or whatever you need to do. However, you would resolve that problem on your own without that person. If this other person that you're trying to engage won't engage with you or is um, just not, not willing to be um, in conversation with you about it, right? It's a conversation. If you ask me for something you need, even if I don't feel like I can do it, we're going to have a conversation because it matters to me that you need it, right? Like in these relationships we have that are healthy, uh, then they care, right? I, I would be like, oh my gosh, I cannot do it tomorrow. I've got appointments all day. I won't be able to focus on, you know, or get the kids what they need or be able to attend to them because I got to be on Zoom all day or whatever. But wow, like, let's get you a break as soon as you need to. And what, what can I do between now and then that could help? Because I didn't realize, you know, that this was building up for you to a point of really needing a break. So, you know, or whatever it would be, it would just be a conversation, right? With my first husband, especially because we did, it, you know, it was complicated by the kids. By the time I was married, the second time my kids were a lot older, could usually, I could usually leave them at home alone. By the third relationship, I had no kids at home. So that was much, you know, it's a lot easier when you don't have kids to figure out in the mix of all this. But when somebody 
is really seeing and hearing you and not so caught up in their own needs or their own wants or their own thoughts that they can't do that. Like that's maybe a classic way to think of a narcissist. They can't think about what you want. All they can think about is what they want, you know? So if you've got somebody who's in that sort of caring mindset, then even if they haven't been noticing you needed something or whatever, they're going to care as soon as you tell them, right? And then you have a conversation about how to work it out. The conversation is never the problem. The problem is when you're met with the no, right? When you've got a partner or a person you're dealing with that just really isn't impacted by what you want and need. And so this just take, you know, this will take you to getting what you want and need in that, or at least finding out what the real obstacles are and what the real you know, reality is like, for me, I obviously felt like ultimately I needed to leave my relationships. That won't be the case for everybody. You know, a lot of, again, a lot of people, frankly, we've conditioned into us prioritizing them. And so sure, it might take them a minute to get used to that not being the case, but they're going to be receptive to it. And when you have people that are just consistently not receptive to it, then, you know, you start to deal with that in whatever way, you know, needs to be done. So I hope this was helpful. Let me know. This was a question from um, a listener. So I'm super grateful for that. I always love it when you guys DM me or email me or whatever, and give me feedback on an episode, how it's helped or what, you know, you need help with whatever, because I love to bring your needs directly into this conversation because that just keeps us tuned in to what's happening with any one of us here in the community and anything that's happening for you somebody else is probably experiencing too you know at some level it may be a totally different story but they relate to the dynamic in a different way so um, we all help each other grow so I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and thank you for joining me on this episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I've got some extra bonuses for you today, so check out the show notes. You will see a link to download my free training. This is the newest training I have. It's called People Pleasers Power Training. It's a video series and worksheet that will take you through a very specific process where you will take your power back from a relationship or a situation that has you feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, frustrated, angry, all of the above. So grab that. I also have people ask me about how they actually work with me. And so the easiest way to do that is to book a 15 minute call. So you'll see that link in the show notes and we'll have a conversation about whether now is the right time, whether I'm the right coach and how you would like to engage in that with me. There's also the link to my private Facebook group, Liberate Your People Pleaser. It's a great place to get additional resources and be in a like-minded community. You can also submit a question through the show notes. There's a link for you to tell me 
what it is that you're wondering, a topic you'd like for me to address on a future episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. So thank you for being here as always. If you can take the time to do it, I love it. If you put a five-star review on the podcast server that you get this podcast from, that always helps us get out to more listeners So thank you so much. And thank you for being with me on the journey to liberate our people pleasers.